Hello, Dan. Who the hell? Daniel. Oh my God, Rob. Rob, what? Daniel. What happened? Hello. Yeah. Hi. Okay. Well, you seem in good spirits. That's good. I got to be honest with you. You're not looking your best. I look bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, I do. I got a flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> you got a flat tire. Yes. That sound, uh, on top of whatever's happening here, unrelatedly, you got a flat tire? Unrelated! <laughs> so I'm more curious about why you look like you're 120 years old. We can, we can and we should address the flat tire. I don't know how you got here on your, your old bones or whatever, but... I walked... <laughs> And that's great. I'm getting less and less worried because, you know, more, you're more fixated on flat tires. Also, you walked, um, I think, Dan, about 80 miles. Dan, Dan, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what's coming up? Is this like an up dog thing? No, all right. I I don't. Uh, Christmas is Christmas it's coming. Christmas, yeah. Dan. That's great. Um, Rob, what do you ask. want for Christmas, Dan? Well, obviously a single candy cane. I would do anything for a single. Hell, I'd follow a stranger into their car for one single candy cane. What about this candy cane? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> It was on my floor. Oh. Well, is your floor, why is your floor so hot? That thing's like half melted. I put it under my toes. <laughs> I don't, ah, what the hell? I'll take that candy cane. Um, do you mind if I uh, eat this in the back of your 1935 Toyota Prius? Get in the trunk. <laughs> Why I gotta ride in the trunk? Every time we go somewhere, you make me ride in the trunk. It's funnier that way. It is funnier that way. I was just hoping with your newfound old age, maybe I'd give you a little perspective, some empathy, but all right. This week on King Me, um, <laughs> his evil, her gift. This is Nosferatu, season one, part two. King me. King me. That 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 ends now. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Dan. Hey, hey, hey Rob. <laughs> Robbie Manx. <laughs> old Bobby Manx added it again. Up Manx, to his old tricks. Manx for the memories, right? <laughs> did I say that last week? Yeah. Do we probably when we did uh, that thing you did? Did anybody say Hank, Hanks for the memories? Hanks for the memories, almost certainly yes. Yeah. Probably right. Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast, <laughs> the official podcast of Kinging Me, 
the official podcast of being kinged by me, the official podcast of strong creatives. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I got my knife here. I got my, what's your, uh, what's your knife, Rob? Oh, it's, uh, this deck of, uh, uh, nudie playing cards. (laughs) (laughs) And it allows you to picture the perfect ass. You're in, your in yeah, escape yeah. is is a titty bar. Yeah, yeah, it, it, right. It, as soon as, uh, my, it, so that's my knife, and my my power is, uh, you know, when I use the knife, then I get really horny. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. Well, um, my knife happens to be this pen that, when you turn it upside down, a lady's clothes come off. What? Yeah. <laughs> And my inscape power is that I can use it to write the dirtiest limer- limericks. Oh, uh, you are a strong creative, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the uh, th- this is the official podcast of Strong Creatives, if you ask me. I, that's what I said. I know, <laughs> and I was just agreeing with you. And of course, this isn't well. It's not King Me, strictly speaking, right? It's a, uh, it's well, yeah, it's it's Hill of the King because we're actually talking about a Joe Hill adaptation. That's right. Hey, um, you know what? Okay, so Nosferatu. We we talked last week. It's sort of. A vampire thing, kind of. It's not really like you know. It's like a he's a vampire of sorts. Yeah, he's like an energy vampire. Yeah, he's a Colin Robinson type. Yeah, is that the guy who's an energy vampire on uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Um, but I'll tell you what: for a show as fantastical as this one, with uh, teleportation and mm-hmm. vampires and what have you, it is much like our current reality in one important way. How so? A megalomaniacal creep has developed a self-driving car that hits people. <laughs> Are you comparing Musk to Manx? It's a it's a Musk to Manx pipeline, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like it's a show on Bravo from Musk to Manx. <laughs> <laughs> Those two, could you imagine? Oh man. They, they could get up to some shenanigans. <laughs> I'll say this. Charlie Manx more redeeming than Elon Musk because he is not South African. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I guess if I got to pick, I mean, you know, he's Charlie Manx, you know, bad guy. But, you know, he is taking those kids to Christmas land. Yeah. Um, what is fucking elon musk has not taken us to mars yet no so what the fuck i suspect he may not but much like the (laughs) you suspect he might not end up taking us to mars i am my my confidence is beginning to waver yes okay um but also you have no idea what you're talking about all right dan he's a fucking genius man the 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 part of human nature that forces you to just like double down on your mistakes yep over and over to, <laughs> yeah, to your it, demise. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, that's, is that the most human thing you could do is just double down on your mistakes <laughs> to err is human to yeah. keep erring is baby. That's double human. 
Uh, so it's Nosferatu part two, Nosferatu right. part two. <laughs> right. Uh, so this is episode six through 10. What, uh, what when we, here? when we last left our, um, very crying protagonist, Vic McQueen. <laughs> uh, she's always crying. This chick on, is oh, always crying, dude. <laughs> or on the verge of yes. like, yeah. At, at any moment, she's like kind of staring into, like she's got this thousand yard stare going, <laughs> and it could be like, uh, she could scream, she could cry. It's there's a lot. She could she could scream, but she's gonna cry. She's probably gonna cry. She's gonna cry. So Vic, um, has Maggie been struck by the self-driving yes. car? Okay. So that's, Maggie's in the hospital. She's been struck by the self-driving right. car. Vic was uh, just voluntarily committed to uh, a loony bin. I yes. believe is the, the correct term these yeah, days. That's, yeah, that's the most sensitive way to say right. that. We say loony bin. Yeah. Loony, 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 loony. Now, loony. do you have that isolated? I don't know. It's only on don't, the townie profile. Don't press that button. Don't press that big red button. That triggers no, I, townie well, profile. I, I, I pressed it the last episode. We're still in townie profile now. Oh, right. Uh, we, okay, so we're we going to have to close, close it out later. Yeah, yeah. That's too bad. But we could do that later. So <laughs> um, Bing Partridge is uh, remains in the thrall of Charlie Manx. Uh, yep. We've learned some things about Bing. He is not the... Sweet janitor, simple M O O N janitor that we <laughs> thought he was in the first episode. We've learned that he uh, digs through the ditches and burns through the witches, if you will. Right. He, yeah, he killed both of his parents uh, and he, only he, had sex with one of them to his, <laughs> to his credit, to his credit. He only, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the guy's a, guy's a real big murderer, likes murdering. That's right. Um, um, this whole episode, uh, most of the episode takes place in the hospital, in around the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, we get a bottle app. Yeah. Not really. Get a lot of Vic going to therapy. Uh, she's talking to that guy. I've seen his face a hundred times. He kind of looks like Robert Zemeckis a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Right? I don't know uh, who. Bruce know Altman. Who his name is Bruce Altman. Bruce Altmighty. <laughs> Am I getting that right? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, also and looks like, a little bit like, dare I say, Thanos in his IMDb picture. <laughs> he's got sort of a Thanos thing going. <laughs> you got resting Thanos face, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, this guy's been in everything. My goodness. He, yeah, he's been around. Uh, what do we got here? Blue Bloods. He was on Blue Bloods. He was on Suits. Oh. Suits and Blue Bloods? Uh it the it gets better. He was on Royal Pains. Hey, all right. I would be hard pressed to find a USA original series that he wasn't yes. on. <laughs> yes. 
That's fun. Um, so, right. So we get, um, and, and the whole episode, Vic is just, uh, she's trying to like get her point across that like Charlie Manx is real, blah, blah, blah. Uh, nobody believes her. And then she, um, she, her, she's roomed up with, um, uh, the older woman that we saw in the very beginning, right? I think it was like the first, uh, well, it wasn't the first scene. No, it was, it was like a, yeah, episode two or something. Yeah. Um, it's the woman that, we, um, Charlie Manx straps into roller skates and then throws on the ground. Yes. Um, right. We, we are basically told that she is a strong creative, but she lives in this like, assisted living type situation. She's like committed. Yes. Looney bin. We get her backstory too. We get her working at the car hop, Mm. um, on skates, right? We are told through exposition that she used to have a fat ass in a, (laughs) in a subsequent episode. (laughs) That's true. We never see it. Um, no, no. Yeah. Hell of a knife. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, you think that the roller, what's your, uh, what's your knife? Oh, it's just this fucking this, dump yeah. truck right here. <laughs> Less of a knife, more of a can. Um, yeah, you think when Charlie throws her on the ground that the mm-hmm. skates are the knife, but actually he's trying to activate her butt by having her land on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it turns out that Charlie and uh, this woman, her last name is July. I can't remember what her first name is. Should she, I say it? Yeah. Miranda. What is it? Maybe it's Miranda. Oh, no. It's, it's Jolene. Jolene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What if it was Miranda? What? There's a strong Miranda? creative. Miranda July. Who's Miranda July? Francis Ha. And so on. Right? Isn't that her? Or am I mixing? I don't think I've seen a single Miranda July movie. I, I, like a I don't know who you're talking about. Who directed Mar- Francis Ha? Oh, is that no, her or is that that's Greta a Bombach? No. Bombach? What am I thinking? It's a, it, or it's or it's Greta Gerwig. Who knows? Anyway, Miranda July is like very uh, okay. twee. Uh, she looks very twee. Yeah. Yeah, she She's looks sort like of uh, strange. Actually, in a lot of ways. She, oh, is she? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not Miranda July. It's Jolene July. Okay. And, and we, uh, we, uh, we see her working at the car hop, uh, and she's dating Charlie Manx, who is like, I, at first I thought like, oh, is this like the prequel? Is this how he becomes Christmas Charlie Manx? But no, he this, already just is Charlie Manx. Except yeah. He's wearing a Letterman jacket. Right, he's got like a greased back pompadour, yeah, and he looks like the Fonz, yeah. Um, and uh, he proposes to Jolene, and she she says no, and then Charlie gets very mad, and then they have a discussion about it, where Jolene's like, "You are kidnapping kids, and you take them to Christmas land." And he's like, "Yeah, I do. It's like my favorite thing to do. What's the problem?" <laughs> You don't have hobbies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, I can't, I cannot marry a guy who is constantly kidnapping kids and taking them into Christmas land. I just can't. And, have and in his, um, 
his view of things. Of course, he is saving these kids. Right. Also, um, he wants the woman he marries to be their mom. Right. So he wants he uh, Mrs. Claus of yeah. sorts. Yeah. Um, so, which is funny because her name, her last name is July. The, 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 the goddamn, very opposite of Christmas. That's the opposite. You get a fourth of July or you get a Christmas. That's it. You want to know something terrible? What? This is the first, I didn't, that didn't occur to me at all till just now. <laughs> I mean, it's not that terrible. I, I really, I mean, there's a lot about this show that, you know, it, it could probably, it, it goes by fast. It just, it just passes. And they kept saying, they, I don't know, to name a character Jolene Jolie. Jolene, Jolene Jolie. That's like, that's like a crazy. Stan Lee character name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so the old woman who's uh, sharing a room with Vic, uh, she, she's strong, creative. She uh, is Jolene. Tries to give her the, she is Jolene. Uh, <clears throat> the nurse tries to give her meds, her antipsychotic meds or whatever. And, um, you know, she, she basically, she doesn't take them. Uh, Vic like th- dumps them down the drain and this woman becomes like, uh, uh, she, she's like, uh, you got to get my knife and it's, it's a wheelchair now. And, it's a knife. And they, yeah, it's, it's just, just a, a knife. real knife. <laughs> get, <laughs> get my knife. <laughs> Um, and so they, and then they run down the hall and they, they like zip out to like a different place with this big, like static, like wall. And, um, what happens, her power is that she, uh, she turns into a spirit and somebody else can turn into a spirit with her and go like, yeah, go anywhere. And they go to, they see Charlie Manx and they fuck with his car and his car catches fire, and he immediately like gets old and decrepit. Um, so like, I, I don't think we we had seen that right. Like a specific like we knew that the him and the car were linked, mm-hmm. but I don't think in the first five episodes we saw like you know if something happens to the car, then something happens to Charlie. Right? Yeah, it's a little confusing, right? Because it seemed like the kids, that's what gives him his juice. That's what I thought, yeah. But I guess the kid gives the car the juice, and then the car shares the juice with Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, they really don't... Uh, they, you know, they don't spell it out <laughs> for anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a very, a very smart show. Very sophisticated show. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. It's very smart. Um, yeah. So, and that's, and then that, so they go, they fuck with Charlie Manx. And when they get back, the woman Jolene is like, I could finally die now because I know that you're here to fight Charlie Manx. And she to dies. fight my she, ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I can die fight in my peace. Ex-boyfriend for yes. <laughs> you, all, you also have to lie to the doctors and just tell them what they want to hear so you could get out of here. Yeah, it's an uh, interesting sort of moral that this show paints where it's like, throw out your antipsychotic meds, lie yeah, to your yeah. doctor, and frankly, I'm with them. I'm right there with them. <laughs> tell them what they want to hear. Live your right. life. <laughs> 
Just yeah, kidding. totally. No, no, of course, of course. No, it's a good idea. Throw away your meds. Um, they're probably making you crazier than, you know, what you would be like. Mm, mm-hmm. Hey, if it worked for Neo, hey, the original strong creative, Neo. <laughs> right. Guy created the damn... Matrix? No, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. But he was he was a big part of he it. He created knowing kung fu. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he created kung fu. Uh, and then what? And then what happens, Dan? Then well, uh, we, fucking, we what's see... his name? Bing kidnaps Vic for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So there's also the. So Vic gets out when Vic gets out by again lying to her therapist and not taking her meds. <laughs> Way to go. Um she goes home to her mom's like sort of dead set on ending all this shit, right? right? She's seen how to kill him. She knows it's like destroy the car uh that'll take that Manx down with it. And so she goes to get her bike and her mom's like I sold your bike, Vic. I sold your fucking yeah. bike. Ah, <laughs> it's no good. It's it's no yeah. fucking you, good, Vic. Doing your yeah. drugs. Sold. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There's that. So yeah, she she sells the bike, and then Vic is obviously very pissed off about it. Um, she's so she goes mean on a date with mom. that rich kid. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, she's so goddamn mean to her mom. Gets up in her face, calls her a coward, and her mom's like, "You're right, I'm a coward." Yeah, what she said something. Uh, what in that first fight when they were when after the mom like finds basically just like a shoebox full of like yeah, paraphernalia. Well, yeah, so that's um, that happens in I think the next episode. But um, Charlie, no, not Charlie, uh, Bing breaks into their house and like sort of just dumps her garbage on the bed looking for evidence that she's been naughty. Yes. And finds it in the form of a rubber. Yeah. Is this fucking rubber, Vic? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, you fucking wearing condoms? (laughs) We don't wear wear condoms in this family, Vic. (laughs) Like that's her problem. It's uh, they're well. Yeah. I mean, they're it's Christmas. These Charlie Manx is a Catholic. He's against contraception right. of all kinds. Obviously, right. every sperm is sacred. <laughs> Life starts at ejaculation. <laughs> no yeah, one Charlie, can say. Char- oh man, we gotta get the video going because people deserve to see you. <laughs> Point just like it up. Yeah, well, like it, you like pointed a finger up, like the the like making a point type of that's right, finger. like a music man thing, as you said. Ejaculation <laughs> is a star making turn as Catholic Charlie Manx. <laughs> Catholic Charlie Manx is. Uh, the most specific character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, his hey. his fixation on children suggests. Mm. Hey, hey. Uh, right. So, yes. Yeah, so what we're saying, uh, Bing. Right. So Bing is like he finds 
the shoebox full of like there's some drugs and some condoms in there. Then the mom comes home and mom like, finds the box of stuff on her bed, mm-hmm. and and then she's waiting for Vic and when you know she gets home and they have this huge fucking argument, and Vic does say some like pretty mean shit. You know the her mom's being pretty mean too. Uh, uh, Vic got into RISD as well, and her mom was like more concerned that she was going to be alone yes. than you know being excited for her kid. Yeah. Um, also, importantly, full ride. So like, money is not even a concern, and she's still right. just sort of like, yes, uh, go have fun with your fucking art school friends, Vic. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Well, what? Are you, what are you fucking? What do you go? What are you go, fucking smart now? <laughs> you go peanut bowl of fruit for five years. Did you freeze, Dan? I didn't. You did. Da- oh, Lo- lost. I uh, lost Dan for. Are you still there? Yes. Dan. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. All right. Oh, you're I lost just... too. <laughs> I, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Me too. I can hear you. Nice. Um, Let's do just like a so, a tempo check. Let's see what the delay is looking like. Uh, we'll do just like a something se- seven eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something easy like seven eight. <laughs> yeah, we'll do Y Y Z. So um, I'll do but 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 but, and then you do did it for the turnaround, and that's how we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all. No, we're in sync again. Yeah, and we're gonna do it till we get it right. So, <laughs> right. do focus so. up. <laughs> eh, not quite my tempo. <laughs> all right, dragging, <laughs> dragging. Yes. Yeah, so, um, after Vic gets out of the hospital, also Maggie is discharged. She's <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, got all um, her bones broken by the. Tesla autopilot. <laughs> right. The autopilot on the Tesla. Uh, yeah. So, right. Maggie. And then after, I thought this was weird. Maggie, after, uh, you know, being like discharged from the hospital, whatever, she basically tells Vic, like, she's done. She doesn't want to fucking participate in this anymore. Um, like, she's just going to go back home. And mm-hmm. she throws away her Scrabble tiles. And I was like, it's kind of fucked up to be like, I get it. You got hit by a, like a, f- a phantom car, Yeah. but uh, you know, I've, I feel like that would, that would make a person maybe like double down, you know? Yeah. I would, I would have thought so too. Honestly, what I, I thought the angle they were going to take is just like, um, she would have gotten just like addicted to pain pills over the course of like being treated right. in the hospital. Like, Thought that was the angle it was going to be, and maybe it was, but it's not really like clear that's what happened. But sort of yeah, the, I mean, like she does get addicted to pain pills, but it's after. It seems yeah. like it's after. Well, and then in early, yeah, because in earlier episodes they like allude to her having problems too, right? Like the I forget his name, yeah. but the sheriff, Joe uh, Bly, like, is that his name, Joe Bly, or something like that? Uh, we'll Joe, go with Joe. Uh, Arap- Arapo? What? Sheriff Sheriff Joe Arpaio. <laughs> <laughs> He's stern but fair, says uh, says Maggie. Yeah, 
Uh, he gives me this it, wonderful tent city to live in. Yeah, so, yeah, Sheriff Joe, mm-hmm. um, yes, he, well, okay. Yeah, so he mentioned, one, one, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, no I was just going to say, so once Maggie goes back, um, you know, she, like, for some reason, like, in the beginning, like, Sheriff Joe didn't want, uh, you know, Maggie, like, using her Scrabble tile, she, like, whatever. And after she gets back, he's much more, like, open to it. Um, and he, he wants to go after this guy, Charlie Manx and stuff. And they're like, and, she, and Maggie doesn't want any part of it. Um, and there's like this whole back and forth where like he wants to take care of her. It's got, it's like a fatherly thing where, you know, she, he doesn't want her to get like hooked on pills again. Um, and then one day he finds her just like completely fucked up on a park bench so he takes her back to his house to like get clean. Yeah. And when she wakes up, he's gone and there's like there's a, a really cane. Oh, well, first there's a really nice note that he left her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Where he's just like you're welcome to stay here as long as you need to get back on your feet and then it the last thing it says is I believe in you, which is yeah, like yeah. so nice. It's like It is really nice. Man. This Sheriff Joe sounds like a great guy. I got to be honest. Yeah. yeah, he does. He is a great guy, which means, you know, we're gonna we can extrapolate. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So <laughs> she wakes too nice. up. This yeah. is the problem. He's gone. For some reason, she in part as part of her investigation to figure out where he's gone, dumps all the garbage, <laughs> the kitchen garbage. She just dumps it all over the island. Yeah. Right. Uh, and starts like sifting through just like some chili, some like old chili. <laughs> I really don't know what she was doing there. But no, um, yeah, she also like, is that at the same moment where she goes outside and sees her bag of tiles? They found her. What? Yes. You, oh, are you frozen? Uh, not anymore. I can cool. hear you now. Great. Great. Yeah, so it's just being weird, guys. This is rough. Um, yeah, so yeah. I was just saying about how uh, she found her bag of tiles outside. Oh, yeah, right. Yes, so she right. She finds her bag of bag of tiles. They came uh, back much they, like the creepy doll that Annabelle is based on. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Like uh, Brom the boy. Uh, <laughs> Too scary. So, uh, sh- oh, yeah, that'd be a Joe, great vanity uh, plate, by the way. What, Brom the boy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheriff Joe is kidnapped by Charlie Manx. Charlie takes takes him to Christmas Town, and like he seems to be like uh, he's not drugged, but he's like under some sort of a uh, a dummy spell. Cause he, when he gets there, he's like, I love Christmas. Like he's whatever. And then like, it's just like dumb uh, fat guys. They love Christmas land. Yeah. yeah right. Um, and like Charlie, uh, like he honks the horn and all of these kids come out of these like little houses. It actually looked like a pretty great place. Actually. I kind of liked it. It looked I like wanted, it looked like a lot of fun. I really did not care for the like CGI and like the big wide shots of Christmas oh, land. Well, it looked yeah, like uh, five nights at Freddy's or something. 
That yes, that you know, the, the CGI like in that shit. scene looked really big. Yeah, I mean, like, why couldn't you just go to like a theme park and just like build some fucking yeah. shit? Yeah, you build one like big giant teddy bear or something. That's it. That's all. Um, and then so all these kids, all these little demon kids with sharp teeth, they come out and uh, they play scissors for the drifter. Where they all take out scissors and they they start stabbing and cutting up Sheriff Joe, and then they start eating him. Mm. The little cannibal kids. Um, then there was like one kid who was like maybe the leader, Millie um, Manx. Is that? Oh, that's Millie Manx. Yeah, we don't. I don't know if she's literally his daughter or just like his preferred child like her, slave. Like right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what their relationship is. Probably a season two thing. Yeah. Maybe it's like a, uh, a title bestowed. It's like, ah, <laughs> uh, I, I now dub you Millie Manx. Millie Manx. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, right. So Sheriff Joe has been killed. Uh, and then, and Maggie, uh, she just, uh, she goes down a bad bad path she gets back she starts drinking doing drugs having promiscuous sex in dumpsters near dumpsters um <laughs> all this is happening while uh at the same time uh vic uh after having the fight with her mom she is kidnapped by uh bing partridge mo and that spells bing partridge um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, he's like, he's keeping her in the basement, right? We've seen him do this before, and we're like, you know, there's there's a precedent here. It doesn't end well for these people. Um, so she's like, uh, like, whatever. He keeps gassing her. Um, he says that because she's on the naughty list, um, you know, Charlie Manx is going to be, uh, he's going to be so happy that, that Bing, you know, took her out or whatever, killed her. Yeah. And, and whatever. She starts playing mind games with him. She, there's a, she gets away. She, there's like a scuffle and she's able to get away from him. Right. Um, and, well, and then, and then where are we here? I know that is that when she gets her, mm. No, she doesn't get her bike back yet. Hold on. I think so. Well, then, well it, there's... Oh, this this is when... Um, okay, so this is when she finds Maggie. She goes looking for Maggie, and she finds her, and, like, you know, cleans her up, whatever, um, because Maggie helps her find the bike. It says the bike is still at your parents, your mom's house. Uh, she actually didn't sell it. She just lied to you. And and that's when she calls her a coward. Um, again, very mean stuff. Yeah. Makes her mom cry. I thought <laughs> I really thought they were like building towards some kind of like moment of understanding there. And I guess they uh, were. So did I. In a sense, right? Like she is kind of calling it like she sees it, but it's just like coward. Damn. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. Pr- I mean, it's pretty it's mean. A, like, it's like the. It's like one of the meanest things you can call someone that's not like a swear. <laughs> right. It really just like cuts to the fucking bone. 
Yeah, you, you know? fucking coward. You, you, you <laughs> C-word. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you see Can't, Yeah. <laughs> Imagine um, if she said that instead. <laughs> that would have been way crazier. Uh, on a show yeah. where she has to be like, in like her moments of most intense anger and despair, she has to be like, shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. You know, no f bombs on this show. No f bombs. You friggin'. Uh-uh. You friggin'. She does say a friggin' at one point. I was like, Ooh, you know, all right, I Peter that, Griffin. <laughs> I bet that changes in season two. I bet they made season one for like actually airing on TV. I bet season two. I don't know. I feel like they they maybe took some liberties. We might get a fuck. Is all I'm saying. Um, are you promising? Are you promising foul language? Yeah, I'm going to promise foul language. I guarantee it. Uh, so she gets the bike, and then she, you know, crosses the bridge, and this is when she ends up in uh, we, what we find out is Colorado. Mm. Um, she, she, she's uh, brought to Charlie Manx's house. Um, and looks in the garage, the car's in there. Um, oh, at this point too, the fucking boyfriend, we totally skipped over the boyfriend, Craig, um, uh, Craig, little Craigy. Um, yeah, Craig, uh, what's after having the fight with her mom, uh, Vic goes over to Craig, stays there. They end up having sex. Yeah, a bit. They do have a bit of sex. Yes, it's true. W- this Without is like a rubber. hell of a no hel- rubber, no rubber. This is a hell this of a, a hell week of a- for uh, Vic, <laughs> for Vic McQueen, who had her first kiss like days prior. It feels like. I guess this yeah. is happening over the span of a few weeks at least, right? Because she sends in her RISD I, I, application and and then it's accepted. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What seems like two episodes later. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. It it must be over a few weeks, but even so. That's a um, pretty, pretty steep trajectory for the old yeah. gal. Um, so she, uh, they have sex. Um, she tells, tells him that, you know, uh, being kidnapped her and, uh, and, and he gets all pissed off and he, he goes over there with a baseball bat, you know, ready to, to beat Bing up and they get into a fight and he ends up getting, uh, you know, captured and gets thrown in the trunk of the wraith and charlie manx is going to uh he's gonna feed feed craig to his kids sure uh you know that old that old one uh, um yes because yeah so manx also finds out that craig deflowered vic and this is a huge yeah. problem he oh, needed man. her to be like a Virgin Mary sort, apparently. Yeah. So, uh, is is Charlie Manx like king of the incels? Is that what is that what's happening here? I think so. I think so. Right. It, yeah. He's like a four. Like, he's like a four chan mod. He's Ron Watkins. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, like, it does it. I don't know. Is that like? I um. Do you want to um get in my car and um go to Christmas Land? <laughs> we could right. go to Christmas uh, Land in my. We could go to Christmas Land and uh you know, just I hang have out with uh, all the kids. I have um, 
a lot of anime to choose from we could watch. Um, <laughs> Why is it always the I same? I could show guy? you my uh, giant uh, replica uh, hammer from. <laughs> you, you've seen that. Have you heard Ron Walken speak? No. It's like that. It do be like that. That like QAnon documentary that HBO did. There's yeah. a lot of him. Right. And there's like the probably the most memorable shot is Ron Watkins like half being like a real life shit poster, half trying to look cool. But it's like him standing yeah. like it's like a wide shot of him like posing with a big like cosplay hammer. Yeah. You know, and like fingerless gloves maybe or something, that kind of thing. Yeah, probably right, probably fingerless gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just like so, yeah. corrupting the minds That's Charlie of, Manx of, of children and yeah. Right. Um it, it, it's so like I'm your dead now. So the dad. all of these guys want to be I I'm I'm talking about incels now. All of these guys want to be having sex, correct? Like kind that is, of, kind only kind it feels of. Feels like right? at a certain point they're like, I'd rather just hang out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so right. for, was, yeah, the, well, was, this is my identity. It was now, the friends so. we made along the way, right? <laughs> oh God, yeah. along the way to what? No, we're terrible still behavior. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah, yeah. So, it does right. seem it's a social thing, mostly. Right. Uh, so Charlie Manx is he's he's disgusted that Vic has been uh, defiled by this uh, mediocre boy. Oh, whatever. freaking Craig. <laughs> what the fuck? fuck? What the fuck? Craig <laughs> can't keep it in his pants. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> I called Dibs. <laughs> Charlie Dibs. We also oh um we didn't talk about the bar that Charlie Manx hangs out at. Parnassus. Right, well, yeah. We're yeah. Uh what the fuck is this? <laughs> I I am so stumped. So imagine you walk into a you walk into a bar. A clown, so, the, a clown walks into a bar, quite literally. <laughs> right. But that clown is so, Pennywise. Right. Yes. Pennywise the clown. They're, they make reference to what? Uh, I saw there, there was a guy who kind of looked like Freddy Krueger. Was uh, there? Or, well, he was wearing the Freddy sweater. Ow. He was also, he was kind of big, like a Jason Voorhees, you know? Okay. Um, there was well, like that's... a cyborg woman. Um, there were like two people in suits looked like maybe men in black knockoff kind of It's things. like, yeah, it's like, it's like ready player one, but for like times square characters, just like <laughs> yeah. all off right. brand generic stuff. Right. But it's like, it's crazy. It's like, like an old Western or something where Charlie Manx walks into this bar and everybody's like, <gasps> Charlie Manx. And then they fucking run away. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, man, up until this point, I have not seen, like, obviously he's creepy and like, he's causing a big problem for these, our main characters here. 
But I see no reason for everybody to be so scared of Charlie Manx. Like, right. his underlings are really the ones that are committing most of the crimes. Yeah. I the, guess the he, being partridges of the world. But I mean, I guess he has like a reputation as like killing other strong creatives, which I guess is maybe like, or like ruining them in whatever ways, driving them mad. Yeah. So maybe it's like that you know is what? uncommon, but. Yeah, I'm just guess. guessing. I'm just guessing. I'm gonna. Uh, I think, I think Zachary Quinto is bad. I think he's a bad actor. Right. I mean, like, of course he's a bad actor. <laughs> I, I know. Right. I know that we've been watching this, and he's been like over the top ridiculous. But I, I'm like, I don't know. Every time he comes, like, I see his face on screen. I hate it. I hate watching him. I hate everything he's saying. The way that he's saying it. I hate all of it. I think he's bad. Yeah, I mean, when was the last time he was in anything? Well, that it, like he was in the Star Trek movies as Spock. Like that's how I think most people would probably recognize him. He was also on that show Heroes. <laughs> he, but like he also I didn't realize this. He played what? Glenn Greenwald in the Snowden biopic starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, that is really funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, so I don't know. I, I think like playing Spock in those movies, like Spock is, you know, not supposed to show any emotion and maybe that's better for old Zachary Quinto just to keep all that locked away inside. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect casting for Spock because he just looks like a Vulcan. Yes. He has Vulcan face, resting right. Vulcan Which, face. Right. Which, while we're on the subject, R.I.P. Christy Alley. Kirstie Alley. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. friend of the show, Kirstie Alley. Right. Um, um, never much cared for her as an actor, but I loved her politics later in her life. Yeah, I was more into her uh, her later in life uh, rants <laughs> than yeah, rest, any of her acting work. Rest in peace, Kirstie <laughs> Alley. Uh, I was surprised to learn after her death that she was, in fact, an actor. Uh, I just knew her from forums. Uh, I I heard this. Uh, I saw this. She was being interviewed by Bar Barbara Walters, and uh, she's talking about her parents being in a car accident where I think they were both killed. Um, and they, you know, her her sister calls her up, and she races over to the hospital, and they're like in the hospital. They're waiting. Like they don't really know anything yet. And she's like, where were they going? And somebody said, like, to a Halloween party. And she says, what were they dressed as? And somebody says, the odd couple. And um, they, she's like, oh, well, like, fucking Jack Lemmon and uh, Walter Matthau, whatever. And she's like, the person's like, no. Uh, one, one of them was dressed up like a slave in blackface and the other one was dressed up like a KKK member. And this is on the interview with Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she is dying laughing about it. <laughs> the odd couple. <laughs> the odd couple. <laughs> when I hear the odd couple, I mean, <laughs> But like, but wait a second. Think about that, right? Like these two people who are dressed in these racist costumes 
die yeah. dressed in those racist yeah. costumes. <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. That's rough like stuff. She, you know, uh, whoever was had the blackface on went to the hospital in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> we dark, thought he oh yeah stuff. we thought he was burned but it's much worse oh it's much worse <laughs> oh this is coming right off yeah. what is this <laughs> oh, oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right um so let's so yeah zach so zach q zach q yeah, public not a good right. actor. Not great. So, okay. Vic goes to Charlie Manx's house. He sees the car in the garage. Uh, he, she tries to pop open the trunk where, where Craig is, you know, tied up or whatever. Uh, and the last kid that Charlie uh, uh, scooped up is still in the car. Um, he's a real scamp, this fucking kid. Um, and there's and then she goes in, she gets chased by the kid, goes into the house and then Charlie comes home. They like Charlie chases her through the house a bit. She like barricades herself in this room, and then Charlie burns, starts burning the house down. Um, and Vic has to climb like straight up, like vertically through the air ducts. Yeah. Um, to like get out, and which she does, but um, not before to, we get like one of those like fire you know oxygenating and like climbing up the vent as she's yes she's a a A fire chase yeah a backdraft that's what it's called she narrowly gets away oh boy yes um and she runs out to the road and she sees uh she waves down a motorcycle uh this is our new friend lou um hey uh, another lou hey that yeah another lou Remember Lou um, from uh, Mr. Mercedes Man? Yeah. <laughs> you remember uh, Lou from that Joss Whedon interview uh, where he had to go pee? <laughs> I don't. That that's, I, that one's not in my, my reference bank. Uh, oh, no. He, uh, he, he, he uh, yeah, he was doing an interview or whatever, and he, uh, he's like, oh, I, I have to go use the Lou. I'll be right back. And he, oh, what? He's yeah, American. He's one of those guys. No. I, I mean, he use, is, but... Yeah. Uh, wait a tick. I have to go use the bloody Lou. Yeah. I got to go down the apples and pears. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, the uh, ba- uh, the Lou was being used, so I had to take a... What are they, what's their cutesy <laughs> name for poop? <laughs> I had to go... Uh, I had to go pinch a oh. barm in the car park. <laughs> uh, all right. So Lou waves or Vic waves down Lou. Uh, Lou takes her to like, she's like, can you take me to like phone or whatever, a gas station? So they, they go off. Right. Um, they, uh, they get to the gas station and she immediately calls uh, Megan. No, no, Megan. Maggie. Um, and, you know, says whatever. Um, yeah, where, you know, whatever. asks her to <laughs> ask her to ask her magic tiles where Charlie is. Says Gun Barrel. That's the name of the town she's in. 
she knows Charlie Manx is around. You ever take Meanwhile, a step Charlie- back when you when you're telling the audience that <laughs> she asked Maggie to ask her magic tiles? <laughs> Where, yeah, where Charlie Manx, Manx was, and they yeah. say gun barrel. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I yeah, it was more uh, dignified when yeah. you're just like she calls her and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. So, and meanwhile, uh, so Charlie, young, young Charlie is driving up to Christmas Land, going to take the the kid and feed Craig to the kids. Um, Craig finds like a, uh, uh, I don't know, it, not a tire iron, uh, it's like this, whatever, sharp piece of metal and starts like, you know, like kind of digging his way out of the trunk. Well, yeah, he, um, he he's, he's, it's more deliberate than that. He's thing. like knocking on the floor of the trunk. And when he finds a hollow spot, he's like, oh, that's right. the, that's the gas tank. And he, he starts puncturing it. Right. Yes. Yeah. So he pops the gas tank and uh, car starts leaking gas and, and immediately Charlie starts like bleeding from his nose. Um, the further he goes, like the older he's getting now, uh, he ends up, he's like, I got to get gas. So he ends up at the same gas station that Vic is at. Convenient. Um, Much like the store point, she is standing in, it is convenient. Right. Convenient. Uh, so they get a gun from the store owner. Right. Oh, and that that was so funny when she's like, hey, do you have a gun? And he's like, he doesn't like, say yeah, it, I got, but I have a few. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, we are in Colorado. And it's also funny right. that she's just like, there's this guy. He's bad news. And this other guy's like, say I no know. more. I relish <laughs> the opportunity to pull a rifle on someone, a stranger. I, we are in gun can- barrel, Colorado, after all. Yeah, they don't call it gun barrel for nothing. <laughs> I mean, uh, they actually when, do when they call it gun there. barrel for several reasons. <laughs> One of them is right here. Uh, so they, when they get to that gas station and they start talking, to them, I mean, all of this stuff is just coming out, and it sounds crazy. It's all like nonsense words. Uh, and this, for the for her to be like, "Do you have a gun?" and the guy pulls out a handgun and then a like a shotgun and she grabs the handgun and says you know take that that woman and her baby to the back of the store or whatever and stay there um like she's immediately she's calling the shots and this guy behind the counter is i'm i don't know 70 years old who i don't know it's crazy that 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 he listened to this girl that just came into the store yeah like this girl who ago. came in and was like <laughs> Charlie Manx, he's trying to he's trying to take the the man who took my virginity to Christmas Land, right? And <laughs> you and gotta do like, something. Yeah, yeah. Say less. I'm in. <laughs> Christmas Land, huh? That sounds like yeah. bad news. <laughs> yeah, we don't cotton much to Christmas out here. <laughs> she finds like the place in rural America that isn't Christian. It's yeah. It's like. It's like um, redneck Hasidic Jews. Yeah. <laughs> we don't much cotton. <laughs> uh, so uh, so Charlie pulls up to the gas station. Uh, they, they have like a, a back and forth where, um, you know, Lou has the gun on Charlie. Charlie's trying to like, uh, you know, tell him like how much 
his life sucks and how Vic is not going to date him just because, you know, he saved her life, whatever. Uh, all this while Lou is trying to get Craig out of the car. He punctures through the back seat and ends up in the back seat with that kid, which this was pretty funny to me when Craig yeah. was beating the shit out of that little kid. <laughs> love a love a kid fight. One of the ultimate king tropes. Yeah, I mean that's that's just good stuff right yeah. there. Um and and she's so she's trying to get him out of the back seat, she can't. And uh he's he's like, you know, stuck back there. Like the the car won't let him leave the back seat. Yeah. Um and she has to kill Charlie. So she ends up pouring gasoline all over the car, sets the car on fire. Car blows up with uh, you know, Craig, Craig inside yeah. C- kills Craig, kills that like kid. Knew that. Well, yeah, but we. I mean, like again, like Sheriff Joe. Craig was just too nice. Mm. He's a nice guy. We're gonna have to kill him. Um, Craig is like I think the ultimate in the Baxter archetype. No, oh, yeah. Usually the Baxter does not. Uh, or not a Baxter. Is he? It's similar to it's similar to a Baxter. It's like a Baxter in like genre movies where like the guy, you know, he's just too nice and yeah. he's not the main character, so he's gonna have to die. Yeah, you know? it's just well, that's <laughs> the thing. He, nice. he broke the rules of his archetype, and so he had to be punished for it. Right. You know. Um, Much like the sheriff broke the rules of being a sheriff and didn't put Maggie in a prison camp. After Vic, uh, after Vic blows the car up, she goes back home, and uh, uh, she goes to the hospital, um, and she finds out that she's pregnant. Dan, damn, with with Craig's baby, little Craig, Craig Junior. This this is a this is she's in a pickle. I mean, she yeah. just got into RISD. She had a, a she was gonna, you know, go to art school. She wanted to do something with her life. She wanted to get out of that town. And to quote Charlie just, Manx, yeah. looks like you're in quite the pickle, Vic McQueen. <laughs> he did say quite the pickle at one point. I was like, come on. Yeah, he did. Come on. Quite a sticky wicket, <laughs> if you ask me. In it. In it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, they go to Craig's funeral, um, where uh, Vic says, "You know, Vic tells her father that she's pregnant and that it's Craig's baby. So she, you know, she's not. She can't have an abortion. The kid, you know, he just yeah. died and whatnot." I like when uh, she tells him. She's pregnant. He goes, you sure? <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, uh, yeah. doesn't, doesn't have to be. You are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and, and then, yeah, she talks to, um, uh, Craig's mom too, which I wasn't sure how this was going to go, but I thought this was kind of like a, I don't know, a nice interaction where like, I thought her so mom too. Was just like, yeah, like again, yeah. all this sort of like human character stuff in this show is so 
much more compelling than like all the supernatural <laughs> shit where it she's really just like, is. cause like there's also that moment we didn't talk about it between Vic and her dad where she like, it's like her and Craig and her dad at the bar and oh, she's right, like yeah. sort of in the middle of her spiral after she gets out of the loony bin mm-hmm. and, um, basically like reads her dad, the riot act. And all he says back is like, he's like, I hope you never have to feel what it's like to disappoint the people you love, which is both like it, it one, it's just like the closest this man can come to say to giving an apology. And also him being like, you're not a disappointment. Like he's saying both of those things at the same time. Yes. Yep. And it's just like, damn, great line. Well delivered. And then, yeah. So this funeral thing, when she's talking to Craig's mom, she's like, she's basically like, you're the only person who knew that you, who understood that Craig had a good heart, that he had a hot, right. hot of gold. Right. A fucking hot of gold. And a fucking, oh, the fucking hot on Craigie, little Craigie. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, like, uh, uh, yeah, when, so when, when she first gets there, they're like, there are other kids there from school and they're like telling stories about Craig and whatever. And they're like kind of laughing. And, and then there's this moment later where Vic is talking to his mom and she's like every, you know, people in there, like it's a fucking party, all that shit. Right. And it's, I don't know, it, just the fact that she was like, I, don't, I, I thought for a second she was going to be pissed at Vic yeah. for being involved in Craig's death. And the fact that she was just like, no, you were the only one that knew him, really. It was like me and you and everybody else in this fucking building is they're full of shit. And uh, and she's just like, you have to get out of this fucking town, though. Like, <laughs> you cannot stay here. Yeah. This place sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which and, is interesting and, uh, because, like, even at this point, yeah. all her mom can say to her is like, I couldn't help think what if it had been you? Yes. You know, so yeah, like because it's almost like because she's been able to or she feels like she's protected Vic or whatever that she's doing the right thing kind of. And like, yeah, Uh and Craig's mom having like experienced this like loss has that perspective of like, wow, you actually yeah, you just got to like want what's best for your kid and like. Uh, right. let them let them live their life because not living it isn't a guarantee that they'll be safe right you know so um yeah and then uh uh then we get that scene between Vic and Maggie well all these are kind of like this is basically the epilogue we're we're wrapping up now yeah and we get the whole thing where so Maggie says she's gonna stay in uh in town right? That she doesn't want to go back home. Um, so she's going to stay here and work with the sheriff and you know, whatever. sounds like she's spitting off into her own sitcom. Um, (laughs) and, uh, and then, and, uh, Vic is like, I can't stay here. Um, you know, I like this town is, you know, going to fucking be the death of me. Right. So like, she's just like, I can't, I can't be here. Um, and so, Vic ends up. Oh, well, and Vic says that she's going to look for the kids and find Christmas land and burn to the ground. Uh, Smash cut six months later. 
We see uh, Bing Partridge has shaved his beard and looks so much creepier now. Yes, he's also wearing like uh, serial killer aviator prescription glasses. <laughs> right. And he's working as a custodian in a dentist's office, which is like, I'm sure it's for the building or whatever. But it is funny to be in a dentist's office and to have like a guy who's just emptying like waste paper baskets or whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> like that's all he does. Um, so so we get that. So we know he's still out and about. We also see like, uh, you know, they have like the nitrous oxide or whatever. So we're like, oh, this guy, he loves his gas. His gingerbread um, gas, they call it. That's, that's gingerbread gas. Um, yeah. He also gives a little then, kid a candy cane and does one of his signature rhymes that we've come right. to know and love him for. <laughs> right. He's very good at those. Uh, and then we see Vic. Um, she's like, you know, she's six months pregnant. She's showing. Um, she is working with the guy Lou uh, that saved her from earlier. And um, yeah, it seems like... Uh, I don't know. Something might happen between the two of them. Maybe who can say might be set, might be setting something up there. Um, and then we also, then we get the, the final shot or the final like bit here. Mm. Uh, Charlie Manx is in the hospital in a coma, right? Hey, another, another guy in a coma in the hospital. (laughs) Um, but not, but not really, you know, um, all these fake comas due to mind palaces. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we see the we get a a shot of the wraith also, which is it's all burnt up and like kind of mangled. And there's a guy who, so the guy that sells the car. So there's there's two guys. There's the one guy who he looks like he might be a mechanic or like he fixes up cars or something. And then there's another guy who looks like he's selling it. Right, he's talking to him. The guy that sells it is a kid from the movie Fright Night from the 80s. Huh. And, like, I I was like, that's so weird to have him in this for, like, five seconds. Um, but whatever. Uh, so, basically, like, they... Uh, the guy buys the car, and he's going to fix it up, and he, he hooks up a, a car battery to it, and, like... And Charlie Manx comes back to life. He grabs a nurse and, like, threatens her and her kid and whatever. Uh you know, pretty, pretty creepy shit. Yeah. And then he, then he goes back into his coma with a, a smile on his face. Um, so, you know, we, we know we're not going to see the last of them. And that's, yeah. I think that's the end of season one, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, you think they put the fright night in cause the little kids got fright night style vampire teeth. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like the kid from uh, pet cemetery too, when he's a little vamp. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. Um you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Uh yeah, like the the big like mouthful of like all sharp vampire teeth. Yeah. Bingo. Just a classic too. Yeah. I mean maybe. I feel like that's so so like specific to to be like, no, this is the reference. Or like vampires in general, which nobody is a vampire in this. Nobody. Yeah, he's not, an energy vampire, kind of. He's an energy vampire, kind of, and they're blood vampires, kind of. They also gotta eat you up. 
Yeah, but it's not a blood thing. It's I mean, you get gobbled up. Yeah, you, you know? do get gobbled up. That's true. That is true. In Colorado. Uh, it's so funny that he's just in Colorado. I know. <laughs> like where I thought we were going to have to like I, go I to a different were... plane of existence. Yes. But it's I just Colorado. Very Yes. I thought at the very least that he was going to like like this whole time he's been driving up to the North Pole or whatever. Like mm-hmm. so he would you would have to drive through these like ridiculous, you know, uh these hard, harsh snow environments or whatever. Yeah. But no, it's just, it's just Colorado. Just Colorado. Gun barrel, Colorado. Right. That means like, um, does Charlie Manx pay property taxes? I mean, he must. You can't yeah. own, own a big piece of land like that and not pay property taxes. That's what I'm saying. I, I vote. I mean, I vote every election. Taxes are probably pretty cheap. Well, sure. Out there. Sure. Um. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, we should probably get into some segments, but first we have to get Dan back on the phone. I'm on the phone. Is he there yet? Yes. Hello. I'm here. I can't hear you, Dan. Oh, you, ca- Jesus. you keep cutting out. I hear you loud and clear. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you ready to do some segments then? Yeah. Do we wait? Do we close out Townie oh. profile since we're doing right? We we have to end this yeah, current to, segment. Yeah. Yes. So uh, this this concludes Townie profile. Here comes big bad big. I wonder how much they'd pay for it up to college. Rod, booze, baseball. That's just about the finest smell in the world. Except maybe for pussy. They don't cut the outsiders, and they probably won't have a phone there either. Looney, looney, looney. What is it that you want, Ernie? I want some Rango. Last town report said you were in arrears in your taxes, Andy. They're not retarded. They're disturbed. Guess I'll never be lucky. Hell, I ain't married anyone. Lazy man. Let's make us a baby doggy style. Wars do it for money. She's got money. She's young. She does it because she likes it. Photographs of teddy bears. Lying in coffins. <laughs> the sweet children of Gatlin have chained the door. Bingo? It's just like the one I used to have in high school before I was a bum. But I got the cancer and she got the change, so ain't neither of us all that fun to live with. Soaks up that cat piss real good. That that concludes Tiny Profile. <laughs> what a um, hell of a segment! All right, so, a hell of a segment. <laughs> all right, you want to do? Um, oh, oh, that hurts my parts. Yeah, let's talk about it. Oh, that hurts my parts. Rob, Dan, <laughs> damn, I said it first. No, I, well, not on my end. It sounded like I said it first. Yeah, fair. Um, um, do you, do you have a, a part picked out that hurts? I mean, the bar was like incredibly stupid. Um, <laughs> the bar is so dumb. That's yeah. that ranks he talks high. To that guy for a while. And like it, it does, you know, it does nothing. Um, um, yeah. Right. Like I, 
I couldn't tell you what the point of that whole scene was, and it plays out for a while. All I remember about that scene, as we established, is that the guy he talks to at the bar says that, um, what's her name? Little Latin Lupe Lou. Yeah. <laughs> or um, uh, Jolene July. Yes. Says says she has a big fat uh, keister. Yeah. She's got a, a big old can on her. And he likes um, that. I think probably it's like, it's a little bit that it's a little bit just some of the, the extreme Zachary Quinto Quinto acting stuff. Um, looks yeah. like you're, looks like you're in a bit of a pickle that really bummed me out. And then I think the fucking like diehard three style backdraft in the, in the air ducts, <laughs> that was just like such a moment where I was like, what? Are we doing folks? Yeah. What is the show? Oh, did we what mention that Charlie become? destroyed um, Vic's in uh, or what's it called? Oh, uh, her yeah, tunnel. He threw her bridge. Yeah, he threw the the motorcycle into the bridge, which closed up the bridge. So and uh, gave her a, the, a wicked the, headache. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But yeah. So um, I think I think the weird. The, the the backdraft probably was the backdraft was probably the worst for you yeah, yeah. I mean like Zachary I, for me it was like I, I I kind of feel like young Zachary Quinto is so much worse than the old <laughs> version yeah at least which, the old which, one's like a cartoon right that's what I mean like it you know he's like in full makeup and like uh, he's putting on like this this old man voice like he's you know, chewing up the scenery with it. When he is young, Zachary Quinto, he just looks like a bad actor doing poorly. Exactly. Know? Yeah. So I'm going to say young Zachary Quinto. <laughs> good. Good. Yes. Yeah. Um, Dan. What? Uh, it, it wasn't all bad, though, was it? No. In fact, some of the moments in this were shiny. <laughs> oh, uh, that's great for our next segment, Shining Moments. Daddy! This is Shining Moments. So I got like a, I got a few things here. Obviously kind of like overarching, just like all the human drama stuff is still good. I know. It's so much better oh. than the rest of the show. The supporting yeah, cast I, does a great <laughs> job. There's probably like uh, two solid episodes of just like human drama that would make for good TV here. You yeah. Know, you take out all yeah. the supernatural stuff. Subtract the Manx. Hashtag release the Manx <laughs> yeah. list cut. <laughs> uh, yeah. The human stuff is, I mean, that. I don't know. There's so many great scenes like the, uh, the stuff oh. with them when, from early on, when they go on that vacation, like to the beach or whatever, um, the whole interaction between like the 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 three of them, right? The mom, the dad, and and her, uh, like all of that dynamic. Like the fact that like he's a drunk, and when he drinks too much, he hits the the mom, and like Vic doesn't know that, and like I don't know all of these things, but she's starting to realize it. All like that whole thing, uh, very uh, very good, just very yeah. like compelling stuff. And then, like my my goofy pick for shining moment, uh huh. Um, 
I really like, so the scene I mentioned earlier where it's like, uh, Craig and Vic and her dad before that they have their blow up. Craig tries to give Vic a present. He's like, I got you something. It's a commemorative pin. And then she, then like things go sideways and Mm -hmm. then on their way, like back from the bar or whatever, she's like, he like stops her and, you know, does like a sort of just like, I'm, you know, I'm here for you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And that sort of like grounds her, gets her out of that situation. And she's like, you said you got me something. What was it? And he goes, oh yeah, it's a commemorative pin. (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't you never find out what it's commemorating or anything it's just like i know it's so nakedly just like chekhov's commemorative pin because it's like the thing she uses to get out of escape yeah yeah she's like when she's duct taped up at bing's that's like what she uses to saw through the duct tape commemorative pin (laughs) yeah so i i liked that as well yeah um I mean, I guess my my goofy choice then would be uh, in Christmas Land. All those little houses that the kids lived in. You love those. I want to see the inside. I, I are they? Well, there you I have mean, it, folks. Rob, desperate to see the inside of a child's house. <laughs> You're looking at me like uh, like Tucker Carlson every time. <laughs> Anytime somebody speaks and, and, he, and he gets that face on, like, I'm like, a dog and I don't understand yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> like, what are these strange sounds? Yeah. Perhaps they have some meaning. <laughs> it's, it's always the dumbest. It's button. so, I will never understand the, like, I know. Yeah. His, like, the fact that he, he does it, like, that nobody has been like, you have to stop doing that yeah. because you look like an idiot. Yeah. Can you stop fucking doing that while I'm talking, please? Yeah. And it's so funny too because like all of his guests are remote now, so he's doing it into the barrel right. of the camera, yes. you know, like just right down the middle. Right. It's the, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, it. But yes, uh, that. Uh, these are. Uh, these are yeah. some of our shiniest moments. Yeah. Um, do we do king tropes on Hill of the King? I guess it's up to you. I could I could make a case for skipping it. I can't remember if we did it for Hans. Yeah, I don't remember if we did either. Um, and, you know, I can't go back and listen to it. Uh, so. No. Could you imagine? No. What am uh, I? Yeah. One of our listeners? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be you me. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say uh we're not doing King tropes because this isn't the Stephen King thing. Skip this is the Joe Hill thing. He's just, he's a different guy altogether, even though he looks exactly the same. I'm pretty sure it's a different guy. So <laughs> yeah, we're skipping it. Wow. Uh, brings us to, you know, our, uh, there's going to be a next freaking segment. coup in the comments. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> saying that Joe Hill is actually Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just because we didn't do it. I'm good not doing it. I If I never hear that song again, it's too soon. Uh-huh. But I know some people like that song. They, they just like that they song. They like that song. I don't think they care what we say after. Oh, man. I played, uh, I played your sandwich song 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I Some know. people that are listening to this know, know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You played my sandwich song. And, and it was, uh, it went over uh, huge. Everybody thought it was very funny. Who'd you play it for? Uh, I just played it for Dana and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's terrible. I have so much. <laughs> no, I have was... so much respect for both of them, and now they've heard the sandwich song. I uh, know. I know. Oh wow! <laughs> and I was like, "Do you hear all the music in the background?" He did that. <laughs> he took the time. <laughs> he took the thirty minutes it takes. Yep. <laughs> he tapped out those so, fake drums on the. You know how like. Uh, you can use like a regular keyboard as a MIDI keyboard in GarageBand. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You bet. Thank you God bet. for quantizing. I'll say that. <laughs> so, uh, dear listener, um, you're never going to know what the sandwich song is. Maybe, but just know. Well, maybe someday. <laughs> when Dan releases his, uh, his album. Release the sandwich cut. Yeah. Diagonal? Release the goddamn sandwich or song. Or down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> did did I show you Roll the Dice as well? My other song? <laughs> no. Oh, all right. I'll show you Roll the Dice sometime. <laughs> all right. Um, Th- that all one's right. good, so, too. Um, we, so this brings us to uh, Where Was Slimer? Oh. A lot of ground yeah. to cover in this one, right? Yeah. A lot of um, potential. A lot of Slimers. A lot of dark corners, twisting corridors around which Slimer could be eating hot dogs. There's a yeah, that's I mean, the thing. We're in like a beachside town for a good part of this. You right, gotta imagine Coney there's Island. A, yeah. yeah. Gotta imagine there's a hot dog. People take buses, right? Probably at some point on this oh, show. Definitely. And so he could be driving one. Yeah, I think he was probably, uh, uh, I think, you know, I think it was in the first half of the season when, uh, when Vic went to that, went to her friend's house, like who lived on the water, like that really like rich, like mansion, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I did see Slimer like in the background near, near the grill, but not like, you know, not, not pestering the guy. He's just like, he just wants to be the first one to get a hot dog, you know? Of course. Um, uh, I, that's weird. Cause I'm pretty sure, um, Slimer was, you, you know, when they like tore RISD or whatever. Yeah. I think there was like a figure painting class and he was the model. What? Yes. Oh my God. You could see his Slimer in oh, full view. Oh no. <laughs> you saw his, his, his little Slimer. <laughs> Um, so this is sort of a twofer, yeah. There yeah. was Slimer's Slimer, <laughs> right here, and that's this was where was Slimer Slimer. <laughs> and of course, that brings us to our penultimate segment. I am DB. They just cheated us. This isn't fair. This is fair. <laughs> Actually, this is IMDb where we compare our opinion of the movie against the weighted average user score on 
imdb.com rob mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm stalling because oh, are you doing the math right now yeah well i for that's the thing i forgot oh, man i don't even oh, damn it remember last time and i did like the actual weightings for each episode yes i, I do i don't think i could we, do it in real time so we're what we're gonna fine. do we we could just average the uh the star ratings which is it looks like it's it about 7.4. No, but it won't be mathematically precise. <laughs> and you know how important that is to me. I do know how, it, how important it is to you. Okay. Do what? you, uh, I think, so. yes, whatever. What'd you say? 7.5. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So, so a bunch of souls logged on an imdb.com and voted and awarded it. We never user score of approximately <laughs> approximately. I didn't realize how important this was to me until it started happening. <laughs> All right, do you, do you want to No, that's insane. 7.5 stars. Rob, you yep. think this is a 7.5 stop program? No, that's pretty high. I agree. I think it's way too high. Yeah, I was gonna say like a. It's. I think it's a fine show. If I if we weren't watching watching it to do on the podcast, I would not watch this. Probably no. Or I, I would I, watch the first few episodes and I would turn it off. Truly, as uh, soon as I heard the phrase "strong creative," I would have. I would have yes. larfed my arse off and just turned it off forever. <laughs> so I would, but it's not like now that I have watched it, it's not bad. Like we said, like the, all the human stuff is like actually really good and well acted and well written. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it's probably a six. I'm going to give it a six. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give it a rare 5.75. Cause okay. I, I feel like the, you know, we were pretty high on this after the first few episodes and I don't think it really delivered in a particularly satisfying way. No, you're right. Weirdly. It's like, so with other series we've watched recently, it's felt like there's been a lot of filler to, um, bridge the gap between several half baked supernatural concepts. (laughs) And this one, it's like the supernatural concepts are the filler between all the delicious human drama that keeps me (laughs) coming back for more. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the bear. I don't know. (laughs) If I can watch the bear, just watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that guy's good, Um, man. He's a, he is a solid actor, dude. He's good on Andor. I'll tell you that. I still got to do it. I still got to get. Oh, my God. Still got to visit the uh, planet Andor. Just kidding. uh, I know it's a guy's name, right? It it is a guy's name. It's the the show wrapped up in like uh, what I think is just like a perfect ending to a really great season of TV. You know, they go on vacation. Yeah, it will. At, at one point, Dan, they do go on vacation. <laughs> There's a vacation planet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like space Florida. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it it's actually pretty. Uh, when you see it on the show, and like the music, uh, the music throughout the show is great. But on uh, on space, space Florida, Florida <laughs> it's phenomenal. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, space so, Florida. Uh, the yeah. you, you can make an argument that Cape Canaveral is space Florida. 
Eh, you could. But it's not gonna It's not the it's not gonna be the same. It's not what we do on this show. Star Wars Space Florida, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh all right, so you, you gave it a five point seven five. I gave it a six. Um that brings us to our final segment. Dan, show's over. Whoa. Show's over. This is show's over where I go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> After holding it for quite a while. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. That's it. That's the end of the show. Uh, please rate review us on iTunes. Leave a nice comment. We'll read it on the air. Oh, yeah. Uh, check out our Patreon episodes. Uh, every other week, we do a, uh, a new movie. Not a new movie, a new release or anything. Just a, you know something different. Not Stephen King related. Not. And not every Tuesday... Um, on on our free feed, which you're subscribed to here, uh, you get the first half of our King Me Baby episode. So if you go over to the Patreon, you get the full episode. Damn! Uh, All that for any, five dollars a month. Yeah, that's right. That's and incredible. Dan, uh, you have a comedy date coming up December twentieth. December twentieth uh, at the Sultan Room in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. I uh, forget Hell what neighborhood. Yeah. I never know what neighborhood. But um, yes, that's a pretty cool little show we're booked on there. A friends, a friend of the show is the name of the show. Um, <laughs> can't remember everyone on there. I know your boy, Joe DeRosa, is headlining. So that's going to be cool. <laughs> right. Uh, Dan- right. Oh, there- oh, shit. Yep. And Dan St. Germain also and Joe Firestone got added. So that's pretty cool. Oh, Joe Firestone, cool. uh, you may know as um, Joe Para's girlfriend on Joe Para Talks With You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The single greatest sitcom <laughs> ever put on television. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So uh, would love to see you there, you freaks. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, you dang ass freaks. Whoa. All right. Stay that's copyright infringement. Yeah, yeah. I know. Gotta bleep that. All right. Okay. Um... Until next week, of course, I have been Dan Gagliardi. I've been Rob Avon. And I have been Charlie Okay, Stephen King. (laughs) Stephen King.